1: Twins win, beat Houston 5-3 to in Game 1 of a four-gamer in Houston tonight. Admit it made Park Jacks win. He goes to 2-1, and one, and small ball is fun on occasion. I know the game is about pitchers who can throw it through a brick wall and home runs, even though Houston had a monster home run late in the game, uh, in the night, to make it a 5-3 ball game, but... Beyond that, uh, not a lot of strikeouts early in the game. Griffin Jacks, and that was laid out in the post-game show. Small ball, and Drelton Simmons lays down a bunt that nets the Twins, their fifth run of the game. You, you, you just don't see stuff, and it's, dare I say, quaint when you're able to win a ball game with good pitching and you didn't need a ton of home runs to get it done. So the Twins beat Houston uh, down at Minute Maid the final 5-3 tonight. Once again, same two teams tomorrow night. You heard a moment ago Bailey Ober will get the call. But first, Griffin Jacks, really good stuff out of a kid who figures to be a part of this thing going forward. He's getting an extended tryout. Let's face it, guys like Jacks and Ober weren't expected to be a part of this Twins rotation. You figure in early August. It would be the Twins and the White Sox. Battling for a division lead. Uh, had no idea. Unless you're just a hardcore follower. Of players in the minor leagues. Climbing the ladder. Or climbing the ladder on their way to the major leagues. You probably don't know who Bailey Ober is. The started tomorrow night. Or Griffin Jacks. The starter tonight. For the Minnesota Twins. You have no idea. Because the plan was. Is that. You know, at the top of the rotation, you're going to have Maeda, Barrios, and Big Mike. Well, Barrios is a Toronto Blue Jay, and a couple of the veteran guys they brought in to be the back end of that starting rotation. Jay Happ is the Cardinal, and we're not exactly sure where Matt Shoemaker is tonight after being released by the Saints. We touched on that for a little bit the other night. So here's a young guy getting an opportunity and between now and the end of the season is trying to show not only the manager and the pitching coach, but more importantly, Derek Falvey, that he belongs in the big leagues and deserves an opportunity in 2022. So you're going to see more of that as we go through the end of the season. And you got to be happy with that performance. So he does get it done. Rob Ruff-Snyder, another guy who's been around, uh, ultimately returns to the lineup uh, for the Minnesota Twins, and it paid dividends. So you, you actually have to be pretty happy uh, for, for some of the guys who really stepped up. Uh, you may have heard that they announced earlier in the day the returned outfielder Rob Ruff-Snyder from his rehab assignment and reinstated him from the 10-day injured list. So that turned out well uh, for the twins in the ball game tonight, and they're, they're able to parlay all of this into a victory over Houston in game one of this series. And say what you want about Houston and their track record in the fact that you know, all over the big leagues they get booed, uh, the the whole cheating scandal. But uh, they still are a formidable opponent, and uh, at 65 and 44, they are no joke. They they are still a legit contender in the major leagues, and for the Twins to get it done tonight, I think that is impressive. Uh, Jack Wintervell does the loss, Colomay the save, and here we are, Alex Colomay now, uh, coming in and bailing the twins out of trouble in the ninth inning. Certainly wasn't the case early in the season, but uh and that's a good bounce back story. So pretty a feel-good win. I was in Tuesday night for Henry Lake. Uh feel good win in Cincinnati. And here's another feel-good win. I know it's been a long season, but uh this is one where you kind of take a look back and say, hey, uh they, they played clean defensively. They got good starting pitching, other than a bump in the road in the ninth inning and the long home run given up by Coulomb. uh, Pretty good night uh, for the Twins all the way around. And I have a feeling, though, and and I'm not going out on a limb here, after Houston, after being on the road, get their legs under them, I have a feeling the final three games of this series are going to be a little bit more challenging than they were tonight. Twins, five runs, nine hits, no errors. Houston, three runs, five hits, and one error. Our producer, Chris Tubbs, tonight. Our number is 651-989-9226. You're always welcome to text the program, 651-989-9226, if you have a comment on the ball game and the win tonight. But uh, in, in my opinion, this is one where you salute the ball club and you move on, you take a victory over a good team on the road, Anytime you can get it, 5-3 to final. And Chris, uh, l- let's start with uh, the win. Your thoughts, a little bit of a small ball, good pitching in general tonight. I'll take it.
2: Yeah, and it kind of goes back to what we talked about a couple of nights ago, Steve, where you just want to see this team get better. You're right, Bailey Ober, not supposed to be in the Twins rotation. Griffin Jacks, not supposed to be in the Twins right. rotation. Uh, Trevor Larnick was not supposed to be in the major leagues this year at least not this early. You know Alex Kerloff you know, didn't make the opening day roster. So you got a lot of guys on this team. Rob Ruff Snyder. I mean, we didn't even know who Rob Ruff Snyder was at the beginning of the year. But you're you're getting to see some of these guys that let's see what they've got over the next couple of months. Let's see if there's something you can work with going into the off season. Because you know it's going to be one of those really Weird off seasons, right? Where it's like, okay, are are the twins going to be able to compete or is it just a little bit, you know, where, where is that front office going to feel they're going to have to be? Do they feel like we're going to go out and we're going to try and patch together things like we did this year and hopefully it'll work? Or do you say we've got to do a little bit more of a hard reset and maybe we got to look at going a little bit younger and and bringing it, you know, bringing up some of these younger kids it was good. I didn't I I don't the Griffin Jacks, no strikeouts, you know, early on. That that didn't bother me. I mean it it, it doesn't. It was something no, cool it, to talk it, about.
1: It, it doesn't matter. To me. Outs outs are all yeah, that matter. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I don't care how many you know, how many strikeouts he had. Yeah, we love the swing and miss stuff. I, I totally understand. I just wanna I wanna see consistency. I, I wanna see him get a little bit better. He was efficient tonight. He got into the 6th inning, man. I mean, he, he had a good solid outing. And one thing I want to see as well, Steve, is is maybe now Rocco will let these guys go a little bit longer. Some of these Let's let's see if we can push these guys. Let's see if we can push some of our players a little bit further and see what they can handle. Cuz here's the chance this really it's about finding out what you have for next year.
1: I, I totally agree. And uh, they, they, they've they been pretty careful with Bailey Ober in his starts and how long he goes. And and there's no reason to max these guys out and let them go 110, 120 pitches. But on the other hand, you kind of want to see what they've got because can Griffin Jacks be a part of this rotation? Well, let, let them work themselves
2: year? out of trouble. Don't, don't, yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. You know, um, yeah, see what happens, because right now the wins and losses don't particularly matter. No, not at all. It, it does you, – you want to see the team play well. You want to see them play clean, as you pointed out, defensively. Now, a guy like Rob Rebsnider, you feel good. He's bounced around. How many teams has he been with already in his major league career? He's been able to help out. That's only because Byron Buxton. But that brings up the huge Byron Buxton question. I, I think – it's been pretty clear when they traded Jose Barrios, he, 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 that that raises a red flag about 2022. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. When the, when you give up on your best pitcher and you trade your best pitcher, I know everyone's enthralled with what they got in return. But those, those guys haven't played in the major leagues yet. They they haven't been here yet. So you give up Jose Barrios and a guy you know what you had. So it's going to be hard to bounce back from that, but but maybe you've got Ken Maeda, who you know already by default is your ace going into 2022. Um, what what's the story with Michael Pineda? Um, There was a thought that he would be traded. He wasn't. Is Big Mike a part of this thing next year? And then can Jax and Ober and others get into the mix for 2022? I still think a gigantic question is, when do you get Byron Buxton back? And then ultimately, what do you do with Byron Buxton? That will say a lot about what their path forward is. Can they reload? Let's face it, the American League Central... It is not a super strong division. You have the Chicago White Sox, but but this is definitely a division where the Twins could quickly bounce back um, in 2022 and at least have a ball club that uh, can finish ahead of the Tigers and the Royals and Cleveland. Um, I I don't think. You yeah, I, know, thought, I
2: thought you were going to say the Indians. I was ready to correct you on the Guardians. But, no, no, but you said Cleveland.
1: Yeah, and I almost said Spiders because I still think <laughs> Spiders should have been in play. Yeah. But w- when it comes to the Twins right now, mm-hmm. you just have to look. You know, is ultimately Rob uh, Snyder a part of this thing next year? Probably not. I, I don't think so. Um, you can kind of look up and down this lineup. You know, uh, they- they'd like to probably get more out of Josh Donaldson. I don't know if that contract is movable. But, but Donaldson becomes kind of curious in all of this. How does he fit into a long-term plan yeah, if you're going to exactly. go young? It, it doesn't fit in.
2: No, he he doesn't. And, and when Josh Donaldson signed here, he signed here, I guess I don't want to put words in his mouth, but assuming that he was going to be one of the final pieces to a World Series caliber team. And it just didn't happen. And, yeah, I mean... If you're Josh Donaldson, I mean, you can't be happy with what you're seeing because you're in a teardown. And yeah, are are you going to be willing to to stick around for a couple more years? I know he's got four years. You know, I know he's got two more years left on it. Yep. Yep. But yeah, you're right. I mean, that is a hefty amount of salary. I mean, he was almost. It sounded like you know he and Maeda were almost a, a package deal going to the Mets at the trade deadline, but that fell through. So there would be interest. It's just a matter of you don't want to trade somebody just to trade for pennies on the dollar, too. It it, it has to make sense.
1: Well, and, and the thing about him, I, I believe because of his age, his injury history, with two years remaining, that, that the Twins would need to eat some salary on that. They're, they're probably not going to get a highly touted prospect in return, but he is another one of those guys as we we move in the direction in the middle of August and the the final month of the regular season is coming up sooner than you think, is looking forward. What could this ball club look like? Polanco, certainly a part of it. Um, you know, the guys who played in the game, you would expect Mitch Garver, you know, to be a part of it. I can't imagine they're going to part with a guy like Garver. Now, now granted, he had uh, – the O for tonight in in three strikeouts. It wasn't his best look at the plate this year. Um, Sano is another one. Even though people are super frustrated with Miguel Sano and what he's done this year or what he hasn't done this year, there there isn't any market for Miguel Sano. He's signed. They almost have to ride that wave a little bit longer and give him another shot. You know, maybe he moves into a DH role in twenty twenty two. That's been speculated a fair amount. But, but that's what I'm kind of doing right now as a Twins fan and and a follower of this ball club is, who are the guys that are going to be in the mix and are going to be a part of this thing every day, and then how are they going to fill in the gaps? But what do you do with Sano? What do you do with Donaldson or a couple? And then still the big one, I'll I'll circle back around to it. Byron Buxton, can they get a deal done? Is, is he their guy? Or is he ultimately traded in the off season? That is going to be a huge factor. But, but you don't know any of that until you get him back. And I think for the Twins' sake, if he does come back at some point here in 2021, it's going to be important because it will give the team more options. Because then ultimately you can see, can he return to that MVP-type form that he was in early? And that will give the Twins a lot more to potentially showcase in a trade or maybe help them decide whether or not he's going to be a cornerstone of this thing going forward. we got a break. Here's the number again if you want to text on any of those topics. 651-989-9226. Good pitching, little small ball. Twins get it done tonight in Game 1 over Houston, 5-3. to three. Final pitch continues in a moment here on News Talk E three O W C C O eleven thirty five. Steve in for Henry tonight. Chris Tubbs is our producer. Twins win five three. Jacks win. Valdez the loss. A the save is fourth of the year. Twins use a four run second. That was enough in the victory tonight. Small ball certainly can be fun when we roll the highlights. Uh, I, I love this. Uh... Bunt, late, nets, a run. And, and I know the modern analytics and bunting turned out to be a really good play. I'm a fan, and we'll have that for you coming up. Uh, twins come off uh, a split in Cincinnati, go into Houston, beat the Astros 5-3. to three, Same two teams tomorrow night. Bailey Ober on the mound. We'll be on the air at 6.30. First pitch, 7.10. Corey and Chris with all the play-by-play. Then it's a Saturday night tilt in Houston and a Sunday tilt. And then the water gets pretty deep uh, for the Twins between now and the end of August. And Chris brought it up during the break, and I think it's a great point. And this is where you're going to find out. Sure, you got a veteran guy like Josh Donaldson. You, you got a veteran starter in Kent but this is a great opportunity. What kind of compete, and what you got out of these kids are getting opportunities from the minor leagues. Uh, the White Sox at Target Field, long home stand by the way coming up. Chicago, Tampa Bay, and Cleveland all coming to Target Field starting on Monday. Three with the White Sox, three with the Rays. And three with Cleveland. Then it's on to New York and the Yankees. And the Yankees are fighting and clawing, trying to get to the postseason. Uh, they, they've added a lot of pop to their lineup. Then you go to Fenway uh, for the Red Sox. Talk about a turnaround. And they, they were brutal in 2020. Weird year. I get it. Uh, but, but they have bounced back in a big way. Then you come back home, get the Brewers, and then uh, you get to Detroit in a makeup game on the 30th. Close out the month with the, the start of a series with the Cubs, and that segues. And, and Chris, I think it plays into what you were saying. We'll find out. And I think the final three games against Houston are going to be a little bit tougher. They were traveling, they had to come back. I get all of that. Maybe their legs weren't under them. Twins took advantage with the 5 3 victory tonight. But I think the final game, three games of this series and the rest to the month of August will be a very good test for this uh, new look ball club.
2: Remember when we were talking about the schedule and you had like 22 consecutive games against the American League Central? We're yeah. like, all right, this is where you're going to make some hay. This is where you're going to make it up. Chicago is doing this year what the Twins have done the past couple of years. And that is getting fat and happy by feasting on the rest of the division. because And I'm not throwing shade at the White Sox. I'm not. Because they're 63 and 46. They're 17 games over. But you can't tell me with any sort of semblance of mediocrity by any other team in the American League Central that the White Sox, they've been prone to play bad stretches of baseball. But... It's like the NFC East of Major League Baseball at this yeah, point.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's like I, got, I totally agree.
2: You've got all these teams, that like, wah, wah. but yeah, you, you look at the Twins. You do have these three, you know, three games against the Astros now, and then you do have the White Sox, and then I just I'm I'm just going back down to it here. I was kind of going back up and, and looking at their schedule. Yeah, you got Houston, you got the White Sox, then you got the Rays, then you got the Indians. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees and the Red Sox, National League East is is just brutal in a good competitive way, because Joey Galloway, uh, Joey Galloway, oh my God, um, Joey Gallo, I almost said Joey Galloway from the Seahawks, um, he and and um Anthony Rizzo have just ignited that Yankee lineup. But yeah, you're right, a, a reborn Red Sox team, and then you take on the Brewers that are first place in the National League Central. It yeah. is, um, it's It's going to be tough, man. This, this Twins team, like, if you're going to win games, you're going to have to earn it and you're going to have to grind because you know there are teams that are looking at the Twins and their schedule saying this is a perfect way to us to, you know, we're going to use the Twins to pat our leader. You know, it's going to be an easy win for us with the Twins because you know that's what everybody's looking at the Twins as. Like, well, they're, they're, we... they're the team that you're going to beat up on.
1: Yeah, and Chris, we brought it up on Tuesday night, and this is the key point, is that in a season where you're not going to the playoffs, the writing was on the wall a long time ago about this Twins team in 2021, and I wasn't willing to give up on them. And then it just got to the point where it's like, yeah, you got to give up on them. They, They aren't doing anything this year. It's a lost year. But this is a stretch now. Where I think if you're Rocco Baldelli and the coaching staff in the front office and, and these young guys, it's kind of like, you want to play good teams. Can you compete against the White Sox or the Astros? They got an answer tonight, in one game at least, winning 5-3. to three. But you get the Yankees and the Red Sox on the road. Let's, let's see what kind of fight there is in this group. Let's see how they play on the big stage of Yankees Stadium or Fenway Park. I, I want that. Let's play the good teams. Let's see what you've got down the stretch. Because at this point, wins and losses in the grand scheme of things and looking forward to 2022. It's all about development. Really don't yeah,
2: it's, it's about development. It's about these totally. September call-ups and, and, again.
1: What do you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: exactly. What do you got, let's, let's when, see what you're, you got.
1: Yeah, when you're playing games uh, against teams where they're meaningful? Tampa Bay, Boston, and New York are going to be playing meaningful games right down to the wire at the end of this regular season. Bring it on. You know, the the Brewers playing meaningful games. The Chicago White Sox uh, playing meaningful games, even though they're running away with the division right now. It's still an opportunity. It's a measuring stick to find out what you've got. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll have some of those highlights, including my play of the game. I love this play. Small ball is back. For at least tonight, Twins win 5-3 to three in Game 1 over Houston here on News Talk. 8-3-0-W-C-C-O. Twins win. They beat Houston 5-3 to three in Game 1 of the four-game set. Jack's winner, Valdez, the loss. Columet, the save. Uh, Twins score four runs in the second inning, and that stands up. But big run comes in the eighth inning. And Drelton Simmons playing small ball tonight. And the 1-0, he shows Bunt, lays it down. It's a fair ball. A run's going to
0: score. That's a two-out Bunt single from Andrelton Simmons.
1: Ref Snyder is in. Down to second, Larnick, What a smart play. 5-1 Twins. they got to love it. Lay down a Bunt, take advantage of what they're showing and what they give. Um, you don't see that uh, much anymore. Um, if you wanted long ball, a long home run in the ninth made it interesting. Callum had to come in. <laughs> this, this was a shot, and not often do I play highlights from the other team, but this was a bomb.
0: Swinging a fly ball into right field, hit a ton, and that ball is way out of here, a two-run homer. 417 feet to the second deck
1: and right, and this is now a two-run game. 417, I think he got cheated a little bit. That was a bomb. Uh, but uh, Alex Cullomay comes on, gets a save. Twins win 5-3. I, I, I,
2: I do have to tell you, Steve, I know that you're going to wrap this up here. In Houston, they call him Air Jordan. <laughs> I just I thought you and they have like the, the whole Jordan with the Jordan and I just I thought you'd get a kick out of that.
1: That that was a bomb. I mean that that was one where it's like, oh my. Um and Corey mentioned four seventeen. That felt like four fifty. Um, so you know, I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, argue too much against the tail of the tape. They got the numbers, they got the physics all figured out. Um Or or is it geometry? Uh, Anyway, um, I'll have to ask Chris Atterbury if it's physics or geometry uh, next time I talk to him. Uh, Turn the page, coming up Friday night, game two of the four-game set. Twins and Astros, Bailey Ober will be on the mound against a guy by the name of Zach Greinke. Remember him? Greinke against Ober tomorrow night will be on. Henry has another night off tomorrow night. Uh, Chris Tubbs, our producer. Steve Thompson, thanks so much for joining us.